This is Channel Attitude. Your voice. Your right. Your freedom. Oh, shit! It's Vince Russo! Vince McMahon's best-kept secret. I am the anti-Christ of professional wrestling! David Arquette won the world title! I've got a wife, three kids at home, and I really don't need this shit. How can this show be so awful, Mr. McMahon? I didn't think it was. The Angle on a pole match! And Hogan, you big, bald son of a bitch! Now you're the editor, right? Mankind did it! Jumpy Jumpy! Beep Beep! Goldberg steered Russo on the cake! I'm from New York. I'll get downright nasty. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Roar and Smackdown Review. That is the great creative liberty, Stevie Richards. I am Vince Russo. Ben Hachmin is away on assignment, man, so it's just going to be the dynamic duo. You know what, bro, too? Once in a while, Stevie, I got to be honest with you. Once in a while, it's okay for Ben Hachmin (laughs) to be away on assignment, and I'll tell you why. Listen, let's be honest. Bro, I don't know how as brilliant as he is. And Stevie, I am so thankful. I remember the first day you told me about Ben Hakamin. You know, you and I have been friends forever, and you told me how much I like this guy. And I immediately fell in love with Ben Hakamin. Okay, became a brother to me. But, bro, I got to tell you, Stevie, uh, <laughs> this man is brilliant. I tell everybody is brilliant. It's, it, it, it's sick. And ridiculous that uh, this man has never, ever had a job writing, booking, whatever you producing, whatever you want to call it. Uh, But obviously, like they are scared to death of any level of intelligence. But I got to be honest with you, bro. It blows my mind that he still loves wrestling (laughs) the way he does. And it's hard for me to understand because I literally look at Ben as like both of you guys, bro. I literally look at Ben, though, as a brilliant mind. But yet he still watches this and wants to dissect it and wants to do. I, I can't, bro. That just boggles my mind, Steve. What's what's that saying from the eighties? Uh, drug commercials. The mind is a terrible thing to waste. Yes, yes, yeah. I I think for Ben too, it is. You and I have pretty much lost hope of it ever going back to the way we remember, and we right. kind of we've we've managed to monetize and we managed to create business brands out of it. Ben has too, but Ben has that last little bastion of hope that can only be removed. By actually working for one of these TV companies, at least for one day, yeah, which is yeah. what we predict that's how long he will last. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, absolutely. because not for bad reason. We don't say like he'd get washed out because he can't make it. We're saying he would get knives stabbed right in yeah. the back and the front and all over because he can make the product better. The right. product, in our estimation, does not want to get better. And I've said it on a recent video. Why should it? Because they just keep getting more and more money every year yep. to yep. phone it in. So yep. what do we know? 
Yeah, yeah. But uh, so, man, I now I don't feel so badly about talking freely about. And, and listen, bro, I'm going to say it again now. This is my second week watching SmackDown. This wasn't a tape show. This was a live show. It's the same exact show as Raw. The only difference is, thank God, it's an hour shorter. But one thing, Stevie, that jumped off my page. You didn't tell me about this, bro. You you kayfabed your boy, bro, who's known you forever. How's that? What kind of what kind of uh, residuals are you getting now that Kevin Owens is using the Telestrator, which he got directly from you and directly from your videos? They blatantly, blatantly stole this off. What kind of an agreement did you make with WWE Legal? Um, that they wouldn't sue me for stealing Vince's protein bars back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, is, is no, that... I want to say that. I want to say ahead. this too. That I did not watch the show until this morning. I put it off as far I as too. I can. <laughs> I yeah, I did too. not watch it on Friday, so I'm not kayfabing you. Yeah, I, I don't either. It, I don't either. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I, and I wasn't even going to say anything because I know you and Ben and all the audience would say it for me. Yes. But when I watch it, I'm like, they can't take something that can add full credibility to the product, which was my mission statement starting yeah. the wrestling analysis. They make it into a campy joke. And the, the, just like when Lawler did go do it like 20 years ago, but he was drawing like dicks on people's faces yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. This is not my goal. I have no, th- I'm not threatened by that at all. They just made it look, they made me look more credible if anybody had the exposure to both of it. Now I'm not saying it wasn't entertaining, but man, they beat that joke to death over like two or three segments. Didn't they? <laughs> they oh just my w- God, bro. I'm go. like, yeah, bro. You know, oh, well, here's well, the funny thing. Don't say that I stole it from him. Oh, of course. Because of course. he's on TV. Yeah, of course. Well, bro, th- there's some things I want to get into here about SmackDown and, you know, I, I I swear to God, bro. Sometimes I sit here and okay, bro. Let's let's assume Hunter's in charge, bro. I, I I I I'm starting to think, really, Stevie. I gave Hunter too much credit over the years. You know, let let's face it, bro. The dude was cha- was trained by Killer Kowalski. When I work with him, he was always a student of the game. But I am starting to think that I am giving him way too much credit, bro, because we we talk about the absolute fundamentals. And like, you know, when you break it down to baby faces and heels, bro, I was taught so many things that were like, you know, I mean, you know, like like baseball fundamentals. You, you, you don't make the last out of the inning at third base, you know, stuff like that. Bro, like number one is baby faces never made excuses ever. They never made excuses. They never whined. They never bitched. If they lost, if they got screwed, you know what? You got the best of me. Ain't going to happen next time. I'm going to smarten up, blah, 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 blah. But we've got freaking Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio saying Logan Paul stole my title he cheated. He couldn't have beat me without those brass knuckles. Wow, 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 wow. Stevie, what happened to baby faces never make excuses for losing? 
Well, not only him, LA Knight too. They right. made excuses. Right. So it's unbelievable. I mean, you look at the babyface promos, like you just said, making excuses, and then babyface heat. Babyface is punching first. Babyface is initiating violence on heels. It's it's really all backwards, but it does mirror society. Everything is upside down and backwards. Yeah. I just don't see how they think that Ray could have any sympathy. And even if they did gloss that over with the eventual Escobar, Carlito type of story, it doesn't matter. You just come out and say, okay, you got me that time, like you said. Now I want my rematch for, say, Survivor Series. Now you're you're glossing over the loss and right. making people look forward to the match. Right. So, yeah, so right, right off the bat, you got baby faces making excuses. Bro, then I got to tell you, we've got at the top of this show, and again, guys, keep in mind, this is the only time, um, this is the second week in a row I'm watching this show. Haven't watched it in years. So, bro, we open up with Rey Mysterio and the uh, LWO, and then we go to a match with, you know, Carlito, and then you got, you know, Grayson Waller, and then you got 27 Japanese uh, women wrestlers at the end of this show. And I'm saying to myself, bro, Syria, bro, listen, anybody could take any snippets from this they want. I don't give a shit. Because if you want to misinterpret what I'm saying and take it out of context, knock yourself out. But Stevie, I'm watching this show and and I swear to God, I'm asking myself, are there any American born wrestlers on this show? Like, like seriously, bro, we've got the Latino world order. We've got Carlito. Then we go to, uh, 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 Grayson, you know, who, 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 who's a Brit. Then we go to all those Japanese women at the end. Are there no good American wrestlers out there anymore, Stevie? Well, I think what WWE is trying to do is that, that global brand. And it really is. It feels like a lot like the government and, and the, what we're experiencing with America last, but professional wrestling like i just watched i put it up on my patreon my reaction to the sergeant slaughter hulk hogan build-up package for wrestlemania 7 do you want to talk about if they could ever do that again or even 10 percent? The, the business will be hotter than it ever had been but that americana that threat to america that threat to the american way that's what fans your fans and the stands are are americans they might be from different countries. Like, you know, having the different flavors, as Ben says, 31 different flavors, the variety show, the circus, it's very important. But let's not mistake what pro wrestling is. It's what NFL is, Major League Baseball, essentially NBA. It's Americana, as Vince McMahon would say. And that's what they're losing right now. And you might get ratings overseas to some extent, but you're going to eventually lose a little bit more if the American fans can't identify with the wrestlers exactly stevie because you know i'm a baseball fanatic bro and yes man they've got they've got players from all different countries bro mexican the dominican japan china all over but they're not the majority bro and and that's why you take a guy like shohei bro that's why he's special when when i'm looking at the end scene of this show and I don't know, bro, there were four or five Japanese girls out there. I'm literally asking myself as a viewer, okay, bro, which one of these Japanese girls am I supposed to get behind and why? 
Like, I don't, I don't understand. And bro, if people want to take that as racist, take it as racist all you freaking want, bro. But it's like, my God, there, there isn't a segment where somebody doesn't have some kind of an accent anymore on this show. And, and bro, that, that's the thing. The, the more Japanese women you bring in, the more Brits you bring in, the more people from Canada you bring in, the less special they are. Well, the, the, uh, Grace Mahler is Australian, but the Australian, the British, Canadian, or outside, that's different because there's not a language barrier. There might be an accent to some extent. I mean, my Philly accent, your New York accent, right. people could throw us off wrestling right. too. But the, the thing that entertains Ben the most, but it bothers me the most as well, is there's no emotional connection via the promos with these girls or guys like Nakamura. They might be good for a laugh, but you're not supposed to be laughing at wrestling because no. laugh, funny, you know, Cornette might say a lot of things that are crazy, but in essence, a lot of times, if everything is funny, then funny doesn't make money. Right. And that's, no, I that's, agree. And that's what people are doing. Like, if I have to, if I have to, the, like, really, really concentrate on focus logically to hear what you're saying, I can't feel at the same time what you're right. saying. Right, exactly. So then we go to this thing with the breakup, I guess, of LWO, whatever. Like I said, guys, I've only been watching two weeks, but oh, my God, bro. This- I, want to, I want to ask you a question before yeah. you go into this, because yeah. the theme on both shows, and you booked a lot of the, the gang warfare stuff yeah. during the Attitude Era. I think we've crossed the Rubicon where now it's completely watered down and nobody's ever going to get over it because everybody's oh, in a one, faction, joining 1, a faction, 1, leaving a faction. It doesn't mean anything. 1,000%. I'm looking at this LWO. Nobody's getting over, bro. Santos, no, nobody's getting over. And, and when, when, um, what, what's the, what's the, uh, the, the, the woman's name on this thing? Selena Vega. Bro, the, the, the acting was just so way over the top. We're supposed to be a family. We're supposed to be. Oh my! There's our sandal at. Hit him with the sandal. Hit him with the sandal. <laughs> with something, bro. Like it was so so overacted, and oh my god! And then, bro. Wow, Stevie. I gotta tell you, man. We then go to a Bailey promo. And I'm like, I, I I don't even know how long this girl has been in the top spot anymore. I've forgotten. It's been at least eight years. When the crowd starts the what BS, she is totally flustered, bro, and has no way whatsoever how to handle it. Has no clue whatsoever how to handle the what chance. <clears throat> so she basically allows the crowd to hijack the interview. It can be a tough spot to be in, but if you just keep saying, I'll tell you what, and they say, what this now say, what you can, you can twist it to where you're directing them to say, what? Yeah. I'll say, what now say, and they'll stop. Yeah. It should. I haven't seen anybody really do that, but these, these girls and these guys from NXT, they've been out in the fire, so to speak, to be able to, to get the reps in and do it. But why, why over, Eight years as she moved laterally, if not regressed a little bit. It's just, and she that's, that's the so. theme for everybody. That's the theme for everybody on the shows. Yeah. I mean, bro, I can tell you, I have not seen Bailey since she was last on Raw, and that was quite a while ago, and absolutely nothing has changed. And then, Stevie, they're showing footage from three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like footage from three years ago is supposed to matter. 
in their estimation, just like the uh, Drew McIntyre turn, it's like they're trying to do what Ben calls a callback. But the problem is that you've conditioned them so much that when people go away, they just go away. There's never a reason. Now you're like after the fact saying that I never even knew Bailey and Carrie Sane ever did anything together until yeah, right. I saw that recap. Bro, then they do the group hug, and I, I wrote down horrible here. Then Bianca Belair comes out and uses the term, you know, sore loser. Oh, bro, I, I, I'm I'm sorry, bro. All these freaking guys, whether it starts with Sean at NXT and then goes to Hunter and then goes to Heyman and then goes to Hayes and then goes to Pritchard. Bro, this old-timey crap, Stevie, it's... It is they're they're never ever ever gonna draw one more fan, bro. It is so cringe and outdated and uncool. Oh my god, bro. Well, you know what they, what's missing, and it'll never go to wrestling. I I think I talked about it last week where Troy Aikman was burying the Jets and Zach Wilson. And when there's a terrible game on, the guys are literally saying, This is a terrible game. Yeah. But but commentators or people presenting or other wrestlers, they can never criticize anybody else who doesn't rise up to that level. Yeah. And and I'm still sticking by my theory that Sean Hunter, you can put Bruce, anybody in there, they secretly are enjoying the fact that these people will never be more over than they were when they were yeah, talents. I agree. I agree with that. Nobody nobody talks about that, Stevie, but you and I know the players and the game, and I agree with you one thousand percent. Because every time you see them, you're going to say, man, why couldn't it be? You want to buy a DX shirt or a Triple H or a shot? They, they stay very relevant, the, yeah. the least over these people are. Yeah. You know, bro, I, I, here's another thing, man. And like you said, LA Knight, here's another baby face making an excuse. I got robbed. Bro, he, here's the thing I'm, 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 I'm seeing with LA Knight. And obviously, bro, he's super over with that crowd. But what I'm noticing, bro, is as a guy that wrote for Austin and Rock, bro, if you don't want people comparing you to Austin and Rock, then you shouldn't be saying some of the things they said. You know what I'm saying? Like throughout the course of this interview, bro, he uses bottom line. Where did bottom line come from? I mean, when, when you hear bottom line, you think of Austin. Now, bro, I'm all for everybody steals from everybody. I'm all for that. I understand that. But when you're saying the bottom line is immediately Austin pops in your mind. And then, bro, he goes on later on to talk about the $5 haircut. That's the rock. <laughs> you know, it's like if you don't want people making the comparisons, bro, then don't use their catchphrases and don't word things the way they would word, word them. Because that's why when you say that, somebody is sitting at home saying, oh, there he goes. He's 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 ripping off the rock. Bro, here's what I think is missing with L.A. Knight. You and Ben pointed out he doesn't have an opponent. And listen, man, he went from uh, Roman Reigns to Grayson Waller, okay, from one week to the next. But, bro, here's another thing, Stevie, and we can go way back in television, man, since the beginning of time. Bro, if you're going to be a cool character, you got to do cool things. Like, you just can't talk cool. You got to back that up with being cool. Bro, I go all the way back to, St to Stevie, I swear to God. The Fonz. 
Okay, bro, the Fonz was cool. The Fonz talked cool. The Fonz looked cool. The Fonz had the leather jacket. But what did the Fonz, the Fonz do when the, when the jukebox didn't work? He slapped it and it worked. The Fonz did cool things. L.A. Knight just seems like he's one of – and again, bro, this is a creative thing. Just He goes out there. He wants to be the coolest kid on the block, but it's like – from a writing perspective, you need to give him situations and moments where he does something cool. Right now, bro, all I'm getting really, when, when I see LA Knight, all all I feel I'm getting is the promo. And even the promo, if you watch, and this is just me watching and kind of splitting hairs, it felt like, it, first of all, it felt like he was trying too hard. It felt like he was trying way too hard. Um, but you could feel, at least I could feel the deflation that he felt like I'm knocked back down. I'm not because he's talking about Jimmy Uso cost him a title. Why is he not going right after Jimmy Uso? Right. Or Uso. Why is it Grayson? It feels like he literally got relegated. But, all right, you got over. Now you're going to start 50 50 booking and getting yeah, we, this we guy need, over. We need, we need an, an opponent for Reigns this month. You were the guy, but now you're going to go back with everybody else. Yeah, without saying it, but I think that promo, he knows it, and he was trying to say he he's not done yet with Reigns, but the but the, the you know the tone of the promo felt like they told me I'm done with Reigns and now I got to do this. Did you yeah. feel that? Did you feel like it was just there was he was pushing too hard to try to put the catchphrases in, yeah, to get himself back over, but he knows deep down it's Grayson Waller, it's Austin Theory. I'm, yeah. I'm back down, just kind of like floating around here. Yeah, and bro, at the end of the promo, again, he he used the word stomp. And what do you think of Austin's going to stomp a mud hole in you? It's like, bro, in your you're, keister. you're in your keister. And yeah, you're, you're presenting <laughs> like, like I said, bro, I'm all for stealing from everybody and making your own. I'm all for that. But when you're kind of using their catchphrases, that's not making it your own, bro. <laughs> like Steve Austin, bottom line is when you're, and when that's when you're saying bottom line, okay, bro, you're blatantly ripping off Austin. You but. can, he has the saying, everybody's saying it with him and doing yeah, that. He's got, the opening, fine. Yes. he's got the opening and the closing. Why does he need to do anything else and try yeah, to, bro. You, have two, you have two catchphrases. Yes. If you try to have three and four, it's going to be muddied. I'm with you a thousand percent. Wow, Stevie, again, I'm going to go back to the Hunter thing with, you know, now baby faces making excuses. Okay, Stevie, you were a heel for a very, very long time, many, many different places. And Stevie's job as a heel is to get heat. Am I right or wrong? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) I, I don't think I've ever saw this in my life with a heel when the object is to get on heat on the heel. And this is where I'm thinking again, bro. Okay, bro, what what did the dude say in the back? Whose hand didn't he shake? Bro, Grayson Waller within five minutes, okay? Number one, he gets hit in the head with the microphone from L.A. Knight during the promo. That's number one. Number two, L.A. Knight beats him in the match. Three seconds later, he goes out there and Fred Flintstone is, is hitting him with the stunner. Like, how are you ever going to get heat on a heel, bro, when when in five minutes he's getting laid out three different times? He has to miss a spot. 
talk show, say something to the baby face, wrestle the baby face, get beat by the baby face, rinse, repeat, yeah, come back and do the same thing. He has no heat at all. None. Bro, I haven't been watching this show. The, does Theory have any heat? No, no, not nothing close to what he had when he was doing the selfies and he was underneath Vince. Say what you will about the, the Vince thing. That was at least getting him over to some extent. He was probably politically protected. Yeah. But man, how without, without this is a, for anybody which listening or watching, if you don't understand the way politics and wrestling works, look at way how over LA Knight was and what he did this week. Look at where Austin Theory was. He was going to cash the, the briefcase in, become champion. Then Vince moves off to the side. Someone else comes in creatively. Eh, he just doesn't have it. I don't know. He just doesn't have it. And then there he goes straight down. Yep. yep. And they only ruined themselves. I don't understand why. Okay, cool. He's in a spot. Let's let's draw at that spot. Let's make money at that spot. No, they got to nosedive these guys. Yeah, yeah. And then, bro, this show ends with, uh, you know, the the six women, you know, all hands raised, uh, you know, standing over Charlotte and uh, and um, God, who, uh, Bianca Belair. And I'm just looking at this end scene. Asuka turns heel and I, I'm just looking at this end scene and I'm like, is this is this supposed to make me care about any of the I could care less about this, bro. I mean, uh, I'm I'm just so tired of seeing mediocrity all over these shows, bro. Well, the mistake that wrestling makes these days is the opposite of what we look at. We always used to look at everything and say, we're not over enough. What can we do? What, where do we make the mistakes? Yeah, a four, five, six, seven, eight point oh rating's great, but you know what? NFL's doing tens and twenties. Right. right. Let's, you know, let's aim up there. You never hear NFL making excuses about Monday Night Raw. Right. But that's what happens here. We're already over. It's your fault for not watching, not our fault. That's right. that's what I get from it. Yeah. I mean, the ending of this show, I mean, I'm I'm so confused with all these Japanese wrestlers and they all they all do the same thing. They all sound the same. And I'm like, I don't know which one I'm, I'm supposed to like, which one I'm not supposed to like, whatever. Oh, they just, just back up for a second, though. Then when they leave the ring, this is what Ben loves. All those heels, no matter who they are, will show you what great people they are outside the ring. And they'll kill anything resembling heat anyway. So why bother trying to get it? Yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. So, uh, man, then we go to Raw, and not, man, not much different. Yeah, no, nah, bro. It was 20, 20, 20 minutes to set up the first match. It took them twenty minutes to set up McDon- McDonough and Dominic against Sami Zayn and Rollins. Twenty minutes it took them to set up that match, bro. I don't care what anybody says. Judgment Day is not over. You know, if 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 it if it were me, bro, the the only two people in that group. Uh, that you that 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 you could make stars out of are are um, Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley. I I don't even know how this R D McDonough is on this roster. I don't think Finn Balor could take me. And Dominic Mysterio looks like a kid, you know. Period. And and, and I'm to, I'm speaking for I am speaking for casual brew uh, viewers. Then Stevie, after 20 minutes, they have the match. 
We get into the same exact brawl we got into at the end of last week's show. So let me ask you a question based on that. Everybody that is involved in these segments leading up to war games have all already wrestled, already yes. thought, already brawled. Yes. So what do we what do we what do we have to what do we have left over for the pay-per-view? I, I mean, Stevie, whatever happened, even if this w- is one show, one show, whatever happened to, okay, bro, you, you, the war game teams are set. Whatever happened to one team trying to isolate one or two people from the other team and take them out before the match? Like, what, whatever happened to stuff like that? All we're going to have, bro, is we're going to have brawls. And Stevie, man, you could, you, you could take this brawl and last week's brawl, bro. You'd have six months of your illustrator because you got these brawls. And I don't know, bro, if they think the camera's not on them. They don't know who the camera's on, but yes, Stevie, every single one of them. So what, what, what are you accomplishing other than let's put a plan in place? Let's isolate so and so. We're going to take out Finn Balor tonight. Blah, 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 blah. Give me something like that other than brawls that look like absolute shit. Well, first, I need to correct you. It's Kevin Owens' tall shirt or not mine. I want to just let you know it's very important. Yeah, it is very uh, important. Yes, and and that would require actually doing something outside of the ring, maybe backstage or in the parking lot. What would be interesting is what Judgment Day talking about what they're going to do. You go to another monitor, and the people they're talking about are watching and saying, "All right, we're going to be ready for." It. I mean, you can add a exactly. little bit of realism yeah. and not exactly. insult the intelligence. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But um, man. So then now now everybody, Pierce throws a hissy fit again. Everybody's going to be banned from the arena. Then we go to the <laughs> – bro, this is so typical WWE. So when, when they first started doing the Nakamura vignettes, bro, we were putting them over when they were doing them with Seth, okay? Now, because people like that, what do they do, bro? Now they do it to death every single week where now it just means absolutely nothing. Yeah, and he he lost to Seth, and now he's just like yep. L.A. Knight, back to, no offense against Otis, those, those guys are over in their own right, but not in that championship kind of, and that world heavyweight title is completely useless and worthless. It was just as something that, to pacify somebody that's somewhat over to, to be a champion with the company, because what does it even mean? Yeah. I have no idea, bro. I have no idea. Some good. You, you can call out the fact that reigns is not at TV for months and months and months on end and have Seth defend the title on both shows or even NXT too. Now you're, you're gaining traction because the current world champion is nowhere to be found. So you can right. fill in that gap. But why? I mean, why wouldn't they, Vince? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Then they've got uh, Nakamura goes over Otis. Then they got a Drew Seth handshake. Then Tegan Knox goes over Piper. And if, yeah, yeah, Stevie, let, let, let's you and I be honest. If, you, if, if, if we take the entire female roster, and we see all the all the women, and we see Piper Nevin standing next to Tegan Knox. Okay, and and you're thinking of television, and you're thinking of somebody that stands out. 
and somebody that's different and that and somebody that's that special. Who who who's the money with, bro? Piper Nevin or 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 Tegan Knox that looks like every other female wrestler. But again, Stevie, I, I you know it and I know it in their minds. Oh well, she's a tag team champion, so it's not going to hurt her to lose a singles match. How can how can you not put these two wrestlers, Piper Niven and Tegan Knox, back to back and know where the money is? Well, it's also the fact you'd have to think about if you even want to book the match in the first place, right? Right. But then this whole thing with this girl, like even when she does offense, she sells. Did you notice that she like hit Piper with something? dropped to her knees and she was down just as long it doesn't matter unless she blew herself up trying to do that the egg beaters as kevin nash calls them and then the just because you call it the shiniest of wizards doesn't make it a better shining wizard <laughs> yeah it sucks right oh my i mean God. nakamura's knee looks pretty plus you're doing the same exact knee twice yeah. Once again, we need to protect the. And I'm a guy like I I talked about before when I when Shawn Michaels was coming back, they didn't need to even send the memo out. I went right up and I said I'm going to stop using the super kick. It's Shawn's finish. I understood we can't have that right, unless you have right. an angle that's different. But you can't have the same exact finish. And I think they were back to back matches or they were fairly close to each other. So yeah, it's just all wrong. Yeah. Then we go to a Miz promo with Ivar and Reed, and then we go to Chomper against uh, Kaiser, where Kaiser goes over. Uh, then, we, then, <laughs> then we give J.D. McDonough a jacket. Very nice. Here's another thing, Steve. Remember we were talking about the uh, LaRue and was it a work? Was it a shoot when she got knocked out? So the next week, bro, we're going to knock out Indy Harwell. So now everybody knows it's a work. And, and bro, what, what does that accomplish? So she's knocking out. I don't understand. What does that accomplish? Well, she's knocking out people. Basically, she, here we go again. The same exact spin kick that Nakamura hit Otis with that did knock him out. You got to, these are, these are identical moves. And yeah. it's a dude versus a girl. Let's be yeah. honest. Yeah. And that dude did not knock out another dude with the heel to the head, which looked better. And then this thing, yeah, by the way, I, I mean, I, I put it up on my YouTube channel about the indie wrestler coming out as the doctor. Well, they, they listened to me, but they said, we're not sending anybody out. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. all woozy. Like, there's nothing going on. And unfortunately, that the, the Candice LeRae just saying, she has a concussion. What's she doing at ringside? It's, they and don't, they're all, and they're, watch the NFL. Just watch the NFL. Yeah, man. And, bro, they're all so small, you don't believe any of it. If if you've got awesome Kong knocking somebody out cold, I believe it. But, bro, that's who knocks somebody out cold. It's like a Tyson or a Butterbean. Not, not a female that looks like she weighs 110 freaking pounds, bro. But she does have the, the Ray Lewis eye makeup. Oh, well, hey, I mean, let me ask you a question from booking creatively. You got a girl knocking somebody out, and then on the same exact show, there's some more concussive bumps going on or shots. How would you handle that creatively? Would you just say, well, we can't. If if that's a knockout, everything has to be, or nothing's a knockout. What do we what do you do in that oh, situation? Yeah, I agree with you because bro, not only that, Stevie, but then you're seeing people get kicked in the head and not even sell it. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah right. 
I don't know, bro. I don't know. Then I love this though. This is the creative liberty you've got. We've got uh we've got Miz against Ivar. <laughs> And we're supposed to forget Miz's 8,000 losses over the last two years. Oh, this is the old Miz, bro. We're, we're seeing the old Miz. Oh, my God, bro. The you, real name. Yeah, right. You beat this freaking guy to death for the last five years, and now you want us to believe he's he, he, he's he's good competition for Gunther. Here's my, here's my guess right now. Now, there was years where he's a heel on WWE TV, but on the Miz and Mrs. show, he's right. an absolutely adorable, likable right. guy. Right. I, I think they canceled his show and now he's a now you can't cross it over to show full time that this dude is a really good guy. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're gonna turn him baby face. But good for him. I mean, he he's done doing some athletic stuff I've never seen him do before, and that's impressive. I just you know, Stevie, I gotta ask you this question. Like Miz has been there twenty years. <sighs> what, what, when do you have enough money in the bank where you stop doing this shit bro if i if i had mrs money okay i'm not getting on a plane and going to freaking tv i don't understand it stevie do they really 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 love it that much where they they don't have to do it anymore but yet they'll still leave their wives and families every Monday night to go on the road. I, I don't understand this. Th- these guys, you know, there are guys in Mrs. Category. They're set for life. You know what, bro? You want to do a signing here and there and charge 10000 20000 whatever. You get bored. Great. But to have that kind of money, bro, and still get on that plane every week, I don't get it, Stevie. Well, if you've seen Ms. and Mrs. or Ben has told me about their social media, they have a lifestyle Lifestyle. that needs to be maintained. They they don't do what you and I do. I'm sitting here in a $15 outfit. We shop at good. I got this at the Ark over the weekend. Yeah, we go to Goodwill. We don't yes. spend money. We, yeah. we 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 don't buy car more than one car or whatever. No, no. But their lifestyle, I think, especially in this economy, kind of makes them keep having to come back to work and staying there. And I want to talk about on Master Street Theater because I have some interesting um, opinions about the Jonathan Coachman thing. Oh, I love and, to hear that. I love yeah, to hear that. I love seeing his interviews where, like that. Really, you know, we joke about the real me. But it's great to see somebody who is just like what when you leave, you yes. you shed the bubble, you grow yes. a pair of balls, and you yeah, never man. look back. Yeah. Bro, Stevie, it's so funny that you said that. I I, I literally this shirt I think was $3.99. I got it at the arc over the weekend, right? So I swear to God, Stevie, this is like you and I are so alike when it comes to this. And you're gonna hate me for this, but uh Arby, bro, Ar- Arby's is my 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 favorite fast food place. And probably, Steve, you would agree with this, probably the healthiest if I just get the roast beef. It's not bad. I mean, it, it's definitely maybe the the most natural out of all the fast food. Yeah, out of all the fast food. But that's kind of like my go-to. And I know I'm eating the, the bun and all that stuff. But, I mean, I, Arby's is my go-to. So, bro, they keep advertising these fried mac and cheese balls. <laughs> right, bro? They keep ad- So I'm like, all right, I, I got to try the mac and cheese balls. Right, bro? So I tried the mac and cheese balls, and they absolutely sucked, Stevie. You get four of them. 
And after I ate them and I'm in the car, I am so pissed off, bro, that I spent $4, $4, bro. Yes, on those mac and cheese. I am so pissed off, bro. But yeah, bro, I could, man, Stevie, I don't care. I'm like you, man. I don't care how much money I was making. I could never live a lifestyle like that, Stevie, ever, 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 ever. I'd be too scared. I'm too scared. I love we're, we talked about cabins, off grid stuff. Yeah, yeah, really lowering the overhead, and that's that's my goal and your goal. Hey, by the way, there's two people that report. There's a guy called Reporter of the Week, and Rybeck was doing it too. What in the world? Where did the balloons come from? Did you see that? What was that? I have no idea. Somehow, he, I hit the keyboard. Somehow, is it your balloon- birthday? No, I get, I get, well, it's Ben's wife's birthday, but maybe that's, I don't have no idea where the hell the balloons came from. It's a celebration, bitches. So, um, <laughs> so anyway, there's two channels, Reporter of the Week, and then Ryback was doing this on cheat days. Dude, you do your like personal message videos and other things on YouTube. Maybe you and I should review fast food once a week and see and taste it and see and you could be you being pissed off about the four dollar mac oh, and yeah. cheese balls. Bro, you know, you know, you, you know who was doing that for a while and, and getting a crap load of views? Bubba the Love Sponge was doing that for a while. He's going oh, wow. from fast food to fast food and people were digging it, you know. I but think I, mean, I think the Ryback one's better because you wouldn't you wouldn't assume Ryback will be eating junk yeah, food. Yeah, but, yeah, but exactly. But that's what makes it a novelty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and plus he throws, is that his wife or his girlfriend in there? I haven't seen it lately. He still yeah, does he, it? He throws his very, very attractive wife or girlfriend in there. Yes, yeah. Um, okay. Oh, my God, bro. <laughs> bro, the scene in the back with all the women again, Shayna Bay, like, th- this is horrible, bro. This is horrible, man. Just... Oh my god! I know god. And the, the two and the Zoe Starks and uh, Shayna Baszler are talking, and it's just like they think they're being like football players talking trash. Like, yeah, I'm going to get you next time, and every and then the other two come into the front, do their thing, and they're looking behind and doing doing the reaction thing or the like the the thing. Oh, as they you know they're burning these. <sighs> it's so bad. So bad, bro. Then, then we still got the, the, you know, you know, Imperium and UF'd up this week. UF'd up last week, bro. What about that Alpha Academy in the back with New Day and and the Beverly Brothers and the the two girls? Oh, bro, this this what this this is sixth grade level, bro. Are they just trying? Hey, we'll go back to the faction thing because I feel like they're doing like it's just trying to squeeze everybody on TV, but with no thought. Like we have a promo backstage, you, you know, get six people this way, five people that way, put a put a faction together over here. It just feels all thrown together. Yeah. What did you think about that? Uh, oh, here's another thing, Stevie. You know, again with the freaking Triple H. Like, if you're running this thing, what are you doing, bro? In that opening segment, Stevie, freaking dust, uh, uh, uh Cody guaranteed victory bro when the when the baby face guarantees victory you can't lose because now now you've lost credibility i i was i was 100 certain they're changing the titles because the top baby face just guaranteed victory and then they freaking lose bro it's a great point 
I mean, that's the Bret Hart promo. That's the Bret Hart promo, bro. And that's why I thought for sure he would not be saying that if they weren't winning it. I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, my God. Hold on, Steve. They were booked to go over, and they changed the finish after that segment. You think? I can't see Cody doing anything dumb like that. Cody comes from the same school as Dusty and everybody. He wouldn't say something that absolute. And the commentators didn't cover it. Like, how's Cody going to recover? He guaranteed victory, at least yeah. to make it look like there should be disappointment. Yeah. Um, do you think they're going to turn around and try to do the the whole thing? Like, I we would have won. But oh, through McIntyre. Of, of course. Of but course. That's whether you guarantee it or not, right? Yeah, of course, bro. And listen, man, if listen, bro, I do like, but I would be telling a much, much, much better story. But I do like the the Drew just can't shake, you know, getting screwed by bloodline over all that time. And he, he just can't let it go. I, I mean that that I like. Um, so he screws him at the end. He does the handshake with Rhea Ripley. And I guess we'll just see where it goes from there, bro. Now, if they did this, this would have been the wrinkle that would have really made Cody whatever. Cody guaranteed victory because Drew was in their corner tonight to hold off Judgment Day. That would have been great. And then Drew has to kick Cody to give Cody the sympathy. That's the the thing right there. Or he kicks Jay, they lose, he stays in the ring. I got a problem with this guy still. Cody turns him around, Drew headbutts him and knocks him out. Yeah. Like, now now I have a problem with you, too. Yeah. Could have tightened it up and buttoned yeah. it up. But, man, they just, let's just get through this week. That's what this whole show felt like. Yeah, exactly. So, we'll see where that goes uh, next week. But that is it for Raw and SmackDown uh, this week. Um, Whatever, <laughs> like what? Whatever. You man. drink every time uh, uh, Vince says, "I don't know." After a segment, <laughs> I don't. I don't know, bro. I I, I I I watch these shows, bro. You know, people are paying for this, and I'm watching these shows. But I'm not listening, bro. Stevie, I'm sorry, man. I I refuse to lower the freaking bar. Yeah. I refuse, bro. You are you a, are you a uh, in football? Are you an Eagles fan? Yes, but I'm yeah, an I, NFL I, fan all around. You, right? Yeah. But yeah. bro, like like rooting for the Eagles. Are you ever gonna lower the bar? Hey, you know what? It's, it's it's okay if they're eight and eight this year. You're you're never you're never when it comes to professional sports and you have a team, you're never going to lower the bar. Why am I gonna lower the bar for a television show? That's a good point. I mean, yeah, maybe all Jets fans are watching wrestling because they seem to be the same type of fans. Maybe, bro, that like maybe. to suffer. Um you know, here's a here's a great example of these shows. Rene Dupre, you remember him from yeah, yeah, Resistance? Yeah. He has a YouTube channel. But he also a while ago started the Patreon page because there's money to be made for exclusive stuff. Yeah. And the fans wanted him to do watch alongs for I think it was just raw, not even both shows. He said maybe two, three weeks he couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> he gave up the money oh, in yeah, order because he was I've just like that. not worth it. I, I've absolutely done that. And bro, you do know what Monday night football is next week. Uh, it's the Eagles and the Chiefs. Yeah, like forget it, forget it. You know what that show is going to look like next week? They're just going to throw in the towel with. The and Eagles. isn't that the week before Survivor Series? I think so. I think so. Yep. Survivor Series is Saturday, so you yep. got Raw, and then you have that, and then you got the. Do you have a Thanksgiving game? Uh, 
weekend game. You have a weekend game on Saturday, Thanksgiving weekend. I think they've run Thursday, yeah. Saturday, Sunday, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. Yeah, but whatever. All right, what is going on though with uh, Stevie Richards and uh, the the? Uh, I can't call it a telestrator, right? Well, it's the wrestling. It's the it's a tribute to the Kevin Owens wrestling analysis YouTube channel. Bro, bro can I can I ask you a question? Like literally. If I'm writing in the WWE, he's going out there with the tie and the whole nine yards. Bro, just make him Fred Flintstone. He looked like, like Fred Flintstone. Just, just say, just say he he took a bump and he and he thinks he's Fred Flintstone and like have a Wilmer and bring in a, that will be far more freaking entertaining. So you're saying he any, rides down he rides down in the car, his they feet, put the big slab feet. of meat and it goes yeah, to the sky. Man, just say just say he took a really bad bump and he woke up and he thought he was Fred Flintstone. Let, let's just freaking get it over with, bro. <sighs> I was well, going you. on Stevie and thank the Stevie Rich. I'm going to call it the Stevie Richards Empire. What's going on? I'm not really an empire, but I appreciate that. The Wrestling Analysis Channel. We just put up the Bret Hart diving elbow drop uh, breakdown, the one from the second rope, and how good Bret did stuff like that. Also, we have Stevie Richards Fitness. We're starting to cover the Black Friday sales, which started early, so yeah. we're going to cover all that stuff. And I have my tech channel, which I'm just uploading behind the scenes stuff of how I produce. The other two channels, it's kind of fun and very therapeutic. But check that out. Also, patreon.com forward slash Stevie Richards. Like I said, we I did a reaction to the Slaughter Hogan build-up thing. Dude, we need to watch that. It's crazy. And then later this week, I'm going to do the watch-along of Slaughter Hogan WrestleMania World title match. I got to watch these, dude, because I need a palate cleanser. This stuff is just torturous and you know, I'm tired of pointing out what went wrong here. Why, although those get the most amount of views, but you know, the good stuff like Brad, Mr. Perfect, even Flair back in the day, all that stuff is just, I don't know why wrestlers, there's never, I'll end on this note. I used to have to buy like VHS tapes of Memphis. I used to have to try to, to you know, trade tapes, VHS tapes to, to study so I can become a better worker. You could type in anyone's name on the internet and instantly have film study, but nobody's nobody's getting better. I don't understand it, bro. You know what it is? There was a uh, you know back then, like that was the right time and the right place, and and there, there there really was a mirroring of society. I was talking to Dr. Chris last night, bro. I can still vividly remember uh, Saturday night's main event. Where the mega powers exploded and 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 Hulk carried Liz to the back and there were I can remember that like it was yesterday. Here's the problem, bro, and it's because you've got the same damn people, bro. That was forty years ago, and they're still doing the same thing. That's the problem, bro. You you tell television today is not what television was forty years ago. But WWE is doing WWE from 40 years ago. And that's why, like, bro, casual television viewers, you know, yes, bro, now it's streaming. And, you know, you go on Netflix. And my God, bro, there there are so many unbelievable documentaries, you know, on Netflix and whatnot. And you're, you're, you're seeing real things. And then all of a sudden, 10 o'clock at night, you're, you're turning on this comedy show and you're sitting there and you're, you're like saying, do they 
seriously believe I think any of this shit is real? And and again, bro, it's because you got the same people, you got the same mindset, and they're all doing the same freaking thing, bro. Yeah, I agree. And I'm going to talk about that uh, with the Jonathan Coachman stuff. There's a lot of a lot of reasons why it's just stale as can be. And I think, think people, if you watch real sports, you understand why it's so stale. So we'll, yeah. we'll talk about that. But they should do what they did 40 years ago because – if they followed the Randy Savage blueprint to get a talent over, if they followed what Mr. Perfect and how they bring a new guy in with vignettes and all that stuff, it would be just as good as it was 40 years ago. I yeah. quit I quit a job lifeguarding to watch Saturday Night's Main Event because I couldn't miss it. I believe not- it. I, I, I absolutely believe it. Steve, you know what else I want to talk about um, that they're kind of burying a little bit? Uh, I was listening to Adam Carolla's podcast this morning, bro. And, you you know, Carolla's an L.A. guy. And, bro, you know they had the big fire on that inter- Interstate 10, you know, that has now it's closed down the freeway for God knows how long, right? Yeah. And, bro, the bottom line is the homeless living under that underpass they started the fire and and they're they're trying to sell it off in LA like oh there were pallets under the underpass and like these these pallets just somehow magically burst into flames and no bro the the homeless are camped out there there's hundreds of people with their tents and whatnot and they literally started that fire but they're trying to bury it in LA because you know, obviously, if that's the case, now they've got to do something about the homeless, but they don't have a clue of what to do. Well, if the president of China goes to the highway, they'll have it fixed by the time he gets right. there. Just like exactly. Everything else. exactly. <laughs> so I want to talk about that a little okay. bit. I thought that was real interesting. So we are going to jump over to Master Shoot Theater, bro. Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC. Oh, also, bro, check out Ben Hameen uh, Media and also Horseshoe Genetics. Anything else for for Ben we need to plug? Uh, you can wish his wife a happy birthday on, on Facebook. Yeah, wish her a Media Group. One of his wives. One of his wives. One of them. A very happy birthday. All right, guys, we will see you over on Patreon.com forward slash Russo TWC.